You're listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 227. Today, we're going to be talking about how to recover lost leads in your sales funnel with a win back email. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm super, super stoked to bring you this guest today because she is all things email. And like, just I was on her podcast, I guess, a couple months ago, and she's just such a smart cookie. And I really excited because her topic is very, very specific. And I think that you guys are going to be able to take action on it like today, which is one of my favorite, you know, ways to decipher if I want to have somebody on my podcast is if you're trying to come over here and be super complicated. No, like we want quick wins over here. So I'm super excited for y'all to meet Miss Margot. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's good to be here, Jordan. Yes, I'm super, super excited. Because again, sales funnels are all the rage right now. And so what we're going to be getting into is how to not lose your leads in your sales funnels with a win back email. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you and your business. Absolutely. So I am a marketing strategist and sales funnel copywriter and educator. So I help trained experts sell their courses, coaching, and services with adaptable sales funnels that grow alongside their business. And a lot of that centers around having really good customer research so that we know exactly how to speak to their customer base um, before we even dig into the nuts and bolts of creating, writing all the copy and and prepping a sales funnel itself. So that is what I do. And I always say that I help trained experts because Jordan, you know how this is. Sometimes people will come to you and say like, I want to have an online business, but they don't actually have like an area of expertise. And that's not really the stage that people come to me in. People come to me and they already have an area of expertise. A lot of my clients tend to be people that are, have like a hard skill. So either they were, you know, an accountant or an attorney, or, you know, maybe they have like a corporate HR background and now they help people with hiring. So I also work with folks that are business coaches and things like that, but I tend to help people that are, they have the stake and they want the sizzle. <laughs> like they already have the core of what they do down. They just need someone to help them get it out into the world and into the hands of people who need it. So that is who I am and what I do. Nice. Easy enough. So again, like I said, we're really going to be focusing on how to really gather up those lost leads. Because again, if you understand sales funnels, people can drop or, you know, every point or every stage of your sales funnel, you can lose leads. And so uh, what Margo's going to talk to us about is how we can avoid that with a win back email. So what is it like for your clients' businesses before they actually have put the win back email in place? Yeah, a lot of my clients either do their live launches and they have, you know, an email sequence that's going out during a live launch or they have a sales funnel. That's something I want to stress to the people listening right now. You can actually use a win back email to win back. That's where the name comes from. Win back leads that you've lost. Um, 
in a live launch or in a evergreen automated sales funnel. It works for both. It's just, there's some slight variations, but my clients will come to me and they feel like they're a little bit in the dark as to what to do when, you know, they've written the email sequence. Maybe they're using a webinar. They're trying their hardest to help people understand the value of the product or the service that they're selling, but then people are slipping through the cracks and they're not converting and they're not making sales. Now, granted, we would never expect expect to convert 100% of leads inside of a funnel. But there are some leads that are super duper hot, warm leads that are very, very interested. And they just need a little nudge to get them over the edge to make that decision and get them to that decision making point of no return to help them to make a decision. And whether that's to purchase or whether that's to not purchase, just to actually um, make it a decision making point for them. So often what's happening with my clients is they want to know what else they can put in their toolbox to help people to get to that decision-making point. But they feel like there's this gray area where they got them into the email sequence, they subscribed. Now they've gotten these sales emails. They've gotten, you know, emails that have a button or a link inside of them that takes them to an enrollment or a sales page or a checkout cart. People are clicking that button. You know, they're like looking at their analytics and they're like, I can see that 376 people have been clicking over to my sales page. What do I do now? Like what gives, what can I do to turn those 376 people, more of them into paying customers? And so that's typically the point at which, you know, people are coming to me and we're getting this in place for them. And it's really important to understand that a win back email alone is not going to make all of the sales in your funnel, but it's really going to crank up or amplify the results that you're getting from the rest of your sales funnel strategy. And so a win back email at its simplest is an email or a sequence of emails that are triggered at a certain stage in your sales funnel. And so we'll walk through the steps in just a minute, but the basic premise of it is that, you know, when somebody enters your sales funnel or when they're in your live launch sequence, not every single person is going to get this win back email. This win back email is only going to go to the warmest leads that have taken an action that tells you they are your warmest leads. And so the purpose of this email is to recapture those folks similar to like if you have shopped on, you know, H&M online or anthropology online or those types of places. And then you put something in your cart and then you decide, you know, I'm not quite ready to buy it yet. And then you got an abandoned cart email later, or similar to when you looked at purchasing something online and you got a retargeting ad, you know, when you were on Facebook 10 minutes later, after you decided not to buy the thing, the win back email is the retargeting ad of email marketing. And that's the beauty of it is that you're not screaming into the wind at every single person on your email list. This is a very targeted effort to win back those leads that are already the warmest leads in your funnel. Yeah. I like that you clarified to let folks know that this is not an email that everybody gets. This is specific to the warmest people and the people most likely to just get a little nudge over the edge to move into the and purchase whatever it is that next offer that you have is. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into it. And what should we do first when it comes to creating that win back email? 
Absolutely. So I like to break this down into the when, the what, and the how. I'm a nerdy teacher in that way. So with your win back email, let's talk about the when first. When do people get this email? So after a subscriber opts in to your sales funnel, let's say, for example, it's an automated webinar because that's what most of my students and clients are using to get people into their sales funnel. So they've opted in for your webinar, they watched your webinar, and now they're getting a series of follow-up emails, sales emails after the webinar or this could be after a, a series of videos that are going to pitch the paid offer. That is the stage at which they can be tagged and get this win back email. Then the what of the win back email. So that's the when, this is the what. In those follow-up emails, when a subscriber clicks a button or a link that takes them to your checkout page, they will automatically get an extra triggered email, and that's the win back email, letting them know that you noticed that they're really interested in the offer, but they weren't quite ready to buy it yet, and that your team is available to answer their extra questions, whatever questions or concerns they have, you are available to help them. So you're not bombarding every single person on the list with this extra email. This is only going to the person who literally just clicked through to the sales page or the checkout cart and you're letting them know that you're available. So that's the what. Now let's talk about the how, right? All the practical people listening right now are like, yeah, that sounds great, Margo, but like, how do I make that work? So if you're using an email service provider, which you really would have to be if you're doing sales funnels or even live launches, you already have every tool that you need to make this happen. So that's the beauty of it. You don't need a fancy, complicated, expensive tool to make this work. So here's how it works. The person who clicks on that link is going to get tagged when they click the link to your sales page or to your checkout cart. I suggest giving them two tags at that point. One of them will say clicked link and then the name of your product. And then the other tag would say the name of your product and then warm lead. So those tags are then going to sent fire off or they're going to send off an automation. You can do this in any email service provider that you're working with. I'll use the example of ConvertKit because I know a lot of people in this industry are using it. So you can set it up to have, I would suggest having a five minute delay after the link is clicked and then they automatically get a single email and that is the win back email. The basic structure of what you want to write in this email, it is short and sweet. You are not selling the benefits or features of the product. You are really just letting them know that you are there for them. You're not some giant corporate business that doesn't have time to answer questions when somebody's thinking about purchasing something from you. It's essentially letting them know you're inviting them into a conversation with you and saying, hey, you know, we noticed that you were checking out the enrollment page. So glad that you're interested. I know that you aren't quite ready to buy yet and that's totally fine, totally normal. I'd love to answer any questions that you have. And you have three options here that we typically use for our clients in terms of inviting them into the conversation. One thing is you can say, hit reply to this email and a member of our team will get back to you and answer any questions that you have. If you're going to use that option inside of the WinBack email, you need to give a certain period of time in which it's your standard reply window. So for a lot of teams, this might be a member of our team will get back to you within 48 business hours or 24 business hours. It kind of depends on the size of your team and your bandwidth, but it is really helpful to avoid any frustrated follow-up emails from these folks to let them know when to expect a reply. So that's one option. The other option is to say, 
click here and go to the sales page and you'll notice a chat bot and you can actually type your questions into the chat and we'll reply to you. A member of our team will reply to you. That's your second option. The third option that you have in the Winback email to invite them into a conversation where you can answer their question might surprise you, but it's actually what is tending to perform best for my clients. And that is inviting them to the DMs in Instagram. Now this is going to depend on your target market. If your target market is not very active on Instagram, this may not perform as well for you as the chatbot on the sales page or starting an email conversation. However, the DMs on Instagram is a place where some of my clients are closing a lot of their leads there because the person is more comfortable tapping that button. You know, a lot of my clients, 70% or more of their readers are reading on a mobile device. So they tap that button in the win back email. They head straight to the client's DMs and they're able to just send them a quick message. Hey, I saw on the sales page, it looks like module four of your coaching program goes over this particular topic. That's the thing I need the most. Will this apply to my situation? And then you're able to just record them a quick voice note or however your team has your DMs managed or set up to manage. And you're able to potentially close that sale right there in the DMs. They head straight back over to the sales page. And it forms a unique personal relationship and brand loyalty when they feel like they were invited into a conversation with you. It personalizes your sales funnel. And that's a complaint that a lot of people have with sales funnels is that they feel very automated and not personal. And so this is a really beautiful way to create a personal relationship and conversation inside the ecosystem of a sales funnel. Another bonus tip that I have is that I also recommend that all of these people that got that warm lead tag that they actually clicked through to the sales page. I also recommend at the end of your cart close. So whether it's a live launch or whether it's the day that your limited time offer expired in your sales funnel to send them about three to four days later, a feedback request email. These are your very warmest leads. So if they didn't buy, there was a reason why. And so I recommend sending them a very short and sweet, maybe three line email saying, thanks so much for being here. I know you got a lot of emails from me this past week. It would mean so much to me if you'd let us know why you weren't quite ready to join this product yet. And you can either link to a Google form where they can choose an answer in terms of why it wasn't the right fit or they can, you can just encourage them to hit reply and tell you, and then you would want to have a team member that's keeping track of those reply emails and collating all that data for you in a Google doc or a spreadsheet. And then when you're going to take the time to optimize your sales funnel and look at what can we improve? What can we work on? How can we adjust our messaging? You definitely want to incorporate those responses that you're getting from people in that feedback request email into what you're doing to optimize the funnel. Cause it could be that something on your sales page isn't very clear and that's coming through in those feedback request email replies that you're getting from folks. So that's kind of another bonus thing that I recommend doing specifically for these people that got the triggered win back email. So that's your when, your what, and your how of creating the win back email for your sales funnel. Have you been dying to create a VIP day or virtual intensive offering? but are stuck in overthinking everything. You love what you do and how you support your clients, but lately it's become, well, too much. You may even be hitting your monthly revenue goals, but you're left completely exhausted. Yeah, been there, bought the t-shirt and the mug. Good news, I've built my virtual VIP day bootcamp that walks you through the nine steps to create and selling a one day virtual intensive. Grab the podcast only pricing of $37 for this two hour training plus tons of bonuses to build and sell your own one day virtual intensive. 
Since 2016, I've completely replaced monthly retainers with one day virtual intensives and VIP weekends. So join me and stop dealing with the late night slack pings, lacking control over your own calendar, chasing invoices, explaining scope creep again, you kept my drift. Head on over to systemsammy.com slash pod bootcamp. That's P-O-D-B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P and grab the goods. All right, back to the episode. I am super obsessed with multiple parts of what you said. And one of them being in the email to actually close the lead is to have them DM you on Instagram because that is definitely something that I like, I mean, for my like higher ticket stuff, that is where I am closing leads and getting them to sales calls for my VIP days or stuff like that. And so, you know, I never had thought about from the sales funnel perspective to ask them in my email to send me a DM on Instagram versus reply back, even though, and now it's getting, you know, trickier as my team grows, you know, I'm not in my inbox really anymore. And so for them to reply back, yes, it will be me replying to you, but then, you know, Trina in my inbox will have to let me know. And then I got to log in and then I see a bunch of other stuff and then it's like a thing. So I actually really thoroughly enjoy, especially for people who have teams or they aren't even in their inbox anymore you can still have that same like reply back to me, but have it in a space that you are more comfortable closing and, and having those types of conversations, plus the ability to voice memo. I mean, one. Yeah, voice memo and video memos are huge, as you know, Jordan, because I know, I mean, you and I have voice memoed on Instagram and I know a lot of people use that tool. And what I love about this is so simple, right? Like everything I just talked about is like, you know, people are nodding along going like, yeah, that makes sense. Like that wouldn't feel weird. That's good. Like, yeah, we should start that conversation and invite them in. It's so simple, but it weaves together two ecosystems that I know so many entrepreneurs struggle to interconnect. So many entrepreneurs are like, I'm killing it on Instagram, but I don't really like, I, it's hard for me to get my Instagram audience to engage with me over on my email list or vice versa. Like my email list is growing, but it's hard for me to tell if those are the same people that I'm connecting with on Instagram. And part of that's just like scaling, right? Like once you scale, you don't know all, all the names of all your most loyal followers and all of that, but it's a really beautiful way to weave together these two communities that can feel really separate sometimes. Yeah, I think it is really good. And you forget to kind of like weave Instagram into your email list or vice versa, just because sometimes it can feel like, okay, these are people that are here. These are people that are here. And you feel like you have to talk to them differently when in reality, I know that I have a lot of crossover specifically in my, between my email list and my Instagram. And so it's just a matter of them knowing like, Hey, like, and make it easy for people, right? Like don't say DM me on Instagram, but then don't have a link to your Instagram. Right. Like, and it's silly, right? Like, but it, people forget it all the time. So whenever I'm mentioning Instagram, I always have a button or link or whatever to that. So that way, again, it's just an easy click. Again, I know majority of people are on mobile. Most of my ads are run on mobile only because that tends to be where my people are at. So I think that it's really clear to think about the context of your sales funnel and where people are purchasing or whatnot, especially like even having mobile friendly site pages. But with that email too, like, again, for me, I think I have like, I don't know, it seems really large to me, but 
you know, the complaints have stopped. So I think my font size is like 16 or something, which I'm, when I'm typing it into active campaign feels like so large, but then on mobile, it actually is a lot easier to read. So it's like even simple stuff like that, I think are good subject lines I do want to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And with this one back email, do you have suggestions or templates or things that you would give as recommendations? Yeah. So I like to have students and clients make this um, fairly clear, right? Like we live in an age where 10 years ago, we would have thought, oh my God, this is so creepy, (laughs) you know, to say, I saw where you were on my website. And now people are used to this. We do need to be delicate, right? We don't want to sound like we're like we know their entire search history on their browser. But typically for the subject line, you're going to be saying something like, do you have questions for me, Lisa? You know, putting like a, a name customizer into the subject line. And we get better open rates when we have their name in the email. And when we just like lay it all out there, like, Hey, you got a question for me? Like I'm here, you know? So that's essentially what we're getting across in the subject line. Gotcha. Yeah. So very conversational, very much like casual and whatnot, kind of how you would talk to them normally versus like what you know, if you're like super dramatic with your headline or just put like pineapple or something and then people are like, what? And then you're like, and it kind of, it catches them off guard in a a fun kind of way, right? Because they're getting these emails and I hope that you're doing a good job with your subject lines, but sometimes it does get that it's a little repetitive, you know, like, Hey, last chance carts closing, you know, these things where they look at it and they're like, Oh, I know that that's part of like the sales emails. And maybe that's great because maybe they're excited about the product and maybe they're going to open it. But sometimes people kind of tune out those subject lines that they can tell are just leading to the offer. And so when you kind of catch them off guard and you're like, Hey, so, you know, Hey, Susie, you got questions for me or Hey, Jane, DM me on Instagram right now. Like it catches them off guard and they open the email. They're like, what's this about? And then the email is very short. It's very conversational. I do suggest at the very, very bottom, just a very casual, like if you just needed to go grab your wallet and you're ready to purchase now, like here's the link to do that. But that's not the focus of the email. The focus of the email is send me a message. You know, I just want to have a conversation with you, you know, and it makes it, it kind of lowers that. It's like a pressure release valve. (laughs) Like when they're feeling that pressure build during a sales funnel and they're like, oh man, like I got to make a decision or a live launch. I got to make a decision. You don't want them to feel stress around a decision. You want them to feel confidence around a decision and closing sales in the DMs, as you know, so well, Jordan is a great place to build that confidence and build that rapport. So it's not a decision based in stress, just about a deadline, but it's really a decision that's based in feeling like it's the most powerful next step for them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. So let's geek out about tools for a sec and share with us some of your favorite email marketing providers, or even again, just other tools that you use for creating really great email sequences, but also I guess sales funnel stuff since we're in that vein as well. Yeah, absolutely. So there's essentially like three tools for, you know, most of what I teach and what I do for clients is around automated webinar funnels. So everybody needs to have an email service provider. Everybody needs to have some type of urgency built in. So that's typically going to be a countdown timer. And then everybody needs to have a way to share their webinar. So for urgency, I always recommend deadline funnel. You can use if you're on Kartra or ClickFunnels, they do have built in countdown timers. But for people that, you know, they might not want to 
go onto those all-in-one platforms yet, or they might be wanting to leave themselves open if they shift platforms in the future. Maybe they're on Squarespace now, but they know they might want to switch to Kajabi in the near future. Using Deadline Funnel allows them to shift over platforms fairly easily. And their tech support is, they're just really available and really helpful. And then as far as email service providers, for most of my clients, a great one that you can start with and also scale with is ConvertKit, but ActiveCampaign is also really great as well. So I think in my early days in business, I was more of like a fangirl for a certain email service provider, but they're just updating so frequently now, Jordan, that it's like the features of one that made it my favorite before, like other businesses are now kind of catching up in the software space. So those are two really great ones in terms of price point that you can then scale versus starting with something like really beefy like Entreport or Infusionsoft. But I do have some clients that were helping to move over to Kajabi as like all in one for their email as well. Because Kajabi has made some updates recently. Because originally, you know, even six to nine months ago, I would have told my clients like, hey, Kajabi is not really an email service provider. You can send out emails, but you can't really like track what's happening when people click on your links and do things that are important for you to be able to do. And now they're upgrading some of that. And so I'm actually having some of my clients experiment with using it as because they don't need a lot of the bells and whistles using Kajabi as literally their email service provider and hosting their webinars there and kind of all in one. The only thing that it can't do yet is unique countdown timer. So they do still have to use deadline funnel. So those are some favorite tools. And then of course, for the writing side, you know, we use a lot of like Google drive and Grammarly to check our grammar and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nice. I use Kajabi for my course stuff and like pages. My website is on Kajabi. And then it's going to take a lot for me to pry from active campaign. I have a slight love affair with them. And so I just get into the weeds with it. I think I have like one of their higher accounts because I just am obsessed with like doing fancy stuff for no reason besides <laughs> my own personal joy. And so it would take a lot for Kajabi to be able to move me from uh, Axe Campaign, but I love Kajabi's customer support. And I am such a fan of, again, they've made it super easy for me to just put literally my whole website is there. My landing pages are there. My sales funnels are there. My courses are there. So really the only thing outside I use is active campaign, which is great and super easy. So, and I guess I do use Thrivecart, but we won't get into that whole reasoning for that either. But yeah, I agree with you with the tools. ConvertKit is also super intuitive. So thanks for starting out a little bit with us. And yeah. we want to share some freebie goodness with the listeners. What do you have for them? Yeah, well, I would just say go over to my website and actually www.trailblazertoolkit.com. Trailblazer Toolkit is my program. Um, but if you go to trailblazertoolkit.com, there is a free mini workshop on there. And if you opt in to watch that, it's going to talk to you a lot about how to optimize a sales funnel. But you can also sneaky peek at how a winback email works out in the wild <laughs> because there is of course a winback email in my sales funnel. So you can kind of get the feel, like catch the feeling of what it's actually like inside of a sales funnel. So if you're listening right now and you're like, Oh man, I want to do that. I kind of want to see some examples, click over there and actually opt in. And then you'll be able to see how that looks. And I know I get a lot of people like after I do podcast interviews, that'll reach out on Instagram and say, Oh, I loved your interview and I'm totally stalking your funnel now. <laughs> so feel free. You can go stalk the funnel and like peek at, at how things are set up. So that would be the best place to get started to find out more about the way that I teach and what I do. 
Yeah, perfect, perfect. And so if people just want to come and say hi and let you know what takeaways I had from the episode, how can they find you? Social, website, wherever. I would love that. So you can find me on social. I am at Margot Carroll and Carol is spelled C-A-R-R-O-L-L. And it's just Margot with an O. It's not like the fancy E-A-U-X or any of that jazz. Yeah. So come DM me on Instagram. I love chatting. I'll send you a voice note. I'll be so excited that you found me from Jordan. And then my website is just www.margocarroll.com. Easy enough. We'll have all the links in the show notes as usual and the podcast description. So thank you so, so much, Margo, for coming on the podcast. This was a great episode. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Saved Me.